Welcome, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, America. Good morning, America. Good afternoon, America. Um, I am not in America currently, but um, things need to happen. This event needs to happen. This debate needs to happen. I am your co-host, Shane Luth. Um, joined with me is Zach Johnson. Uh, We're Zach Johnson. Uh, ready. We're ready to decide who the presidential candidate is for Fantasy Date Night News Network. Yes. At CNN. Yes. Um, first of maybe many. Mm-hmm. So we'll just get right into it. Let's go ahead and introduce our first candidate. Uh, we have coming in from the right, Corey Nope, Scar Tissue Kleffer. Yes. <laughs> No, no walkout song, apparently. No walkout song. We had a whole... Okay. Hello, candidate club for hello. Can you hear us? I, yes. I did not realize I was singing acapella for okay. the walkout song. Coming in from the left, we got Addison, Woody, no platform yet, Smith. Hey! The crowd seems to be responding. Hey! 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 Sorry, I got carried away. Hey! Uh, quick note. No, no, you don't get to speak yet. Okay. I just wanted to address. You're not. My, you're not running this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to cut you off right there, uh, Zach. That's a fantastic job so far. Again, um, under the Fantasy Date Night Network, um, almost the news branch here. So we're just going to go ahead and adopt that. The Fantasy Date Night News Network. Network News. Excuse me. Um, we're having our first presidential debate. Now, this is a big. This is a long, long time coming. Um, lots of gab back and forth between these two candidates. Um, and first and foremost, I just want to say both candidates are looking absolutely amazing, very professional. Um, either mm-hmm. choice really is just going to represent and um, make the fantasy date night in, in America mostly um, just look fantastic. Either one is just going to be a great candidate. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, they, you know, they're showing up great tonight. I'm really excited about what they're wearing. Um, they're looking like actual actual president material so it's nice to see from that and so for our viewers uh this is a debate following normal debate structure we're gonna ask one of them a question they'll have about a minute to respond minute and a half and then we'll have a rebuttal from the other side uh that'll be the first half of the debates and then we'll move into a second structure following out that yes but with that we'll go ahead and get right into it i believe we both have several tough questions lined up uh shane do you want to start uh, sure. Uh, just real quick, uh, it's you, my co-host here. Very excited. Seems to be yelling, picking up on uh, other cameras. So I think if you just, just I think that was the issue. You sound great. You look great. I'm so happy that you're here with me. I couldn't do it without you. Um, but I think I figured out the issue, the sound issue we have in the studio here. Um, I guess first, first question is to both candidate Smith and candidate Klepfer. Um, how are you feeling today? And I guess you can elaborate on your chances of becoming the first candidate uh, candidate for the Fantasy Date Night Network News. Uh, we'll start with Klepfer. You can respond first. That's perfect. Uh, feeling, feeling great. Um, this opposition came as a little bit of a surprise. I thought that us as a team, as a network, as business partners, 
had all agreed that I was the top choice as the candidate. Little did we know somebody was going to snake through the grass, bite me on my ankle, and then slither away and challenge me at my weakest. (laughs) Mr. Smith? Uh, Well, first off, I would like to thank uh, Shane Luth and Zachary Johnson for hosting, uh, moderating this debate. I want to thank Gondar University for hosting us in this beautiful location. Uh, I want to thank my fellow candidate here, Corey Nope Clapper. Wow, wow, it's a wow. Pleasure sitting next it's, to you. Uh, my platform is Don't. Oh, Don't. Okay. Yeah. You changed your platform. No, it's always been Don't. No, I think it's always been Nope. I remember us having a little fun with the whole Obama Hope in the Clapper Nope situation, but uh, it's interesting you don't know your own platform. Uh, uh, but I also want to thank all of the people that are here tonight, all the people that are watching. Uh, to answer your question, I feel excellent. I feel great. I'm ready to represent. My country and uh, yeah, Fantasy Date Night Network news. So I look awesome. forward to a, a healthy, spirited debate tonight. Uh, and just, just general question. This is another. Uh, is Corey's phone supposed to be muted? Just to be. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, you're coming through, Woody's. That's fine. We're just gonna roll with it. You don't sound too bad. Um, just some technical difficulties in my ear. Are, are people in the studio uh, just having a couple questions for you? Um, so, Zach, did you have a, 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 our first question, or did you want yeah, me to... Yeah, we'll go ahead and start with the opening the opening questions. We'll, we're going to come out hard. Um, <laughs> seeing as you were both unmarried, that would be unprecedented in the White House. Not How true. do you plan to address having a first lady or first man? Uh, we'll start with you, Mr. Smith. You say it's not true. Yeah, that isn't true. Uh, there have been a couple presidents that have actually been married in the White House that were there as bachelors, uh, so it's not unprecedented. Um, but they were married, correct? No, they were not. No, but they were married in the White House. Yes. So they never exited their term without a first lady or first man. I mean, I can't answer how I'm going to exit my term, but I can tell you that I will be entering it in a situation that is not unprecedented. Um, yeah, you know, I think that... Speaking about unprecedented, we do live in unprecedented times. And I think that the days are gone where we are judging people based on their marital status. Um, And I think that it's their own personal choice, whatever they want to do with it. So I don't think we'll have any effect on my presidency. I do want to say that I will not be entering the White House alone. the beloved uh, Oscar, my son, my dog, he will be entering the White House with me. So, um, yeah, I will not be alone. A vote for me is a vote for Oscar in the White House. So. Wow. That's not fair. That's cheating. Okay. Mr. Clefford, would you like to respond or? Yes. Um, I guarantee that if I receive this nomination and full endorsement for a presidential run, I will have my own DBW by the time I get in the White House. Can you tell everybody what a DBW is? Uh, actually, nope. uh, uh, Candidate Smith, we're going to go ahead and hold you there. Um, I think I kind of have – we're just going to go ahead and let uh, Candidate Klepfer finish there. I have a follow-up question yeah. actually. No, so. uh, real quick, I did want to point out uh, Woody's entrance song that he sang a cappella was uh, performed and created by Gary Glitter, known pedophile. Ooh. So, I'll okay. give you a chance to respond to that, Mr. Smith. That's uh, quite an allegation. 
Uh, that is false. You have no proof of that. And Michael Jackson, also pedophile, <laughs> really some of the greatest music that we've ever known. So. You gotta separate the art from the artist. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I respect that. Okay, uh, just good opening start, Shane. What do you have for the next question? We'll be going back and forth. Um, you know, Candidate Kluffer, I think this is more directed at you. You have been mm-hmm. known to use the term DBW um, several times on the Fantasy Date Night mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, would you care to elaborate or kind of explain what that means? Uh, it's dastardly beautiful wife. <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. Yes. Sir, I'm going to have to stop you there. I think that's clinically false. Appreciate the fact checks tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not going to be lying to the public here. I, mean, I don't know what you're we're talking gonna, about. We're looking for honesty and true answers, so. Nope. I'm going to hold you, you guys to the fire said on that. I wasn't allowed to continue with this behavior. I adapted. I changed. I'm a reformed man. I'm looking for a dastardly beautiful wife. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. It, it was his acronym that he created, so he's allowed to change it. Originally, though, what was it originally? Uh, it was Dumb Bitch Wife, originally. Sorry, one more time. What was it? Dumb Bitch Wife. Okay. Uh, I think there's some people in the back that didn't hear you. What was it? One more time. Dumb Bitch Wife. Okay. But I'm a reformed man. Got uh, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But in your recent past, that was a, something that you felt very strongly about. Again, we've we've litigated this. It, I love I love her, and she's mean to me. Who is and she? Is she a real person? No, this is my ideal. So, have you actually been reformed? Then would be my follow up question. It sounds like you still maybe stick to your yeah, guns on this. Yeah, looking for something different. Okay, okay, we'll move on past that. Uh, given the history of both of your views on policing in America. I believe you both have said the phrase ACAB. Yes. I I would like to follow up. If you're going to be leader of America, how do you plan to address the current policing situation in America and make police Mm -hmm. fun again? Uh, Who is... Mr. Smith, I'll let you take this one first. Yeah, just to make uh, my position crystal clear here, I do strongly believe that all cops are bastards, uh, ACAB. Um... I think it takes a certain individual to join a, the police, you know, department. And in recent history, actually, since it's been created, um, historically, you have you know unintelligent, very um, aggr- aggressive people joining the police department. My plan: uh, one, I think we need to demilitarize the police. We need to get rid of all of the um, the militarized weapons that they have. Um, I don't want to say we need to defund the police, but we need to uh, add. We need to take funds away from the, the militarization of them and add them to create community support. Uh, maybe instead of having two officers show up at a house for a minor domestic dispute, you have one officer backing up a you know a mental health advocate to try to dissolve the, the situation. Try to uh, um, yeah, try to calm things down. So I also think that it's a joke that it takes longer to get for a hairstylist to get their license than it does for a police officer to become a policeman. I think they should have at least two years of training instead of the usual, you know, four to six months. What's that? So I think, excuse me, sorry, fact checkers coming through. That is correct. It does take longer to be a hairstylist than to become a cop. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Fact checker. Sorry, candidate Smith. Go proceed. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of done with that, but uh, this kind of broaches upon one of the bigger parts of my platform, which we need to decriminalize and tax all narcotics. Uh, and I think that that will take a heavy burden off of the police department trying to arrest people for minor drug offenses, especially nonviolent ones, so they can focus on the more serious issues. Canada Club for um, I see a couple uh, head shakes. I see a couple interesting uh, facial yeah. expressions. Yeah. Um, well, when I receive your nomination as uh, presidential candidate, candidate, uh, I am going to back our boys in blue, and they're going to be my own private mafia, you could say, and they're going to. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask Plastic to follow up myself. So you're, did you say they're your your own private mafia? Yes, they're gonna commit crimes for myself. Mm, that's a okay. very strong take for a presidential candidate. Would you? Yes, like, I just. Are you? Did you mean to say that? I. Yes. So when you strengthen the police force, you you're being tough on crime, and the only crime that should be committed is ones sanctioned by the president. So, think about it like that. Uh, my goal is to commit uh, zero hold on. crimes. Uh, Mr. Smith, sir, uh, it's not your allotted time. So. He looked at you me. To, sorry, you know, you're going to have to wait. Okay. You're going to have to wait. Please. Right. And decriminalizing drugs, you're asking for it. There's going to be more drugs on the streets. More kids are going to be addicted to crystal meth. That's Crack great. Cocaine. I actually, this is Heroin. just a... This is, this is a... Excuse me. Um, uh, uppers, downers. Candidate Cluffer, Candidate Cluffer, Candidate Smith, please. When the moderators are speaking, I, I, I kindly ask you to respond uh, in a fair and honest way. Uh, Does he get a warning? Of, excuse me, Candidate Cluffer. Um, this is a perfect segue. We're talking one morning. about narcotics. We're talking about drugs. Just giving you it's a one. bit of a scenario here, okay? I understand uh -huh. that there's a potential that... The person who wins this debate, not debate, but the, the candidate selection, um, <laughs> the selection, uh, the other candidate might be the, <laughs> might be the uh, VP. So just for this uh, quick question, I love the attitudes we're showing each other, just kindness, respect. I love this. Um, I just, mean, throwing a, just throwing a scenario like Candidate Cluffer, Candidate Cluffer, Candidate Cluffer. Um, your vice president is on drugs. What do you do? Okay. I cover up for him every single time. I ride or die for my people. And that's that. all I'm going to say about that. Love that. Uh, candidate Smith, mm -hmm. same question. What drugs? He is high on crack cocaine. And also smoking uh, a, a very large amount of marijuana, possibly some pills. He's, he's proper fucked up. If it doesn't affect his job as my second in command, then That's he is chill. free to do whatever he or she wants, or they. Love that. Love he's, that. That was a good save. <laughs> what was you that? See, I, 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 I had him clarify which drugs while I thought about my answer. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. I love that for I you. Know, you know? Yeah, I love that for you. Being a politician, it's all about uh, being honest to our constituents. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so we have discussed several different things now. I, I would like to get deeper into our policies and platforms. Um, 
given the recent situation in Ukraine and the rising tension in the, the, mm-hmm. the global in the global spectrum, yeah. Um, Putin and Russia are starting to pose a greater threat to the global safety. How do you plan to make Putin your best friend? Mm. I'll start with you, Klepper. I learned judo. Uh, I entered a judo tournament with him. <clears throat> You're going to need to speak we louder. Can it, Klepper? I apologize. We can't hear you. I enter a judo tournament. <laughs> Is that too loud? No, that's perfect yeah. right there. Um... We spar a couple times, we grapple, roll around on the ground, get all sweaty, become best friends. We go horseback riding, we go camping, we're in Siberia, it's a beautiful country. Um, we meet some Mongolians, they do their traditional, uh, like, a feast dinner for us. Um... And I really just relayed to him that I'm also an oligarch, and I just want to be part of the team. Okay, Mr. Smith. Yeah, um, well, one, I don't think that we should be friends with Putin. Um, I think we should be friendly with Russia, but I also think that based on his uh, recent health decline, that we really don't have to worry about Putin that much longer. Um, For the longest time... uh, you know, Russia has claimed how powerful they are and everything, but they can't even, you know, successfully invade a small neighboring country, let alone, you know, a great country like ours. So I'm not really too worried about it, to be honest. Uh, follow up. So what do you said? Sorry, Mr. Smith, you said uh, you. that Putin has had a health decline. Yeah. Uh, that has been unsubstantiated within the broader media. So where are you getting your information from? It would be a uh, national security uh, what would breach? No, not a breach, but it's privileged information. Yeah, I have classified information okay, that I can't okay. disclose. I don't want to expose agents in the field, but uh, it has been confirmed that he has explosive diarrhea. Um, so he'll probably be dehydrated soon, and he'll he'll die. Hopefully, are you fed? Oh, hold on, sir, Mister Mister Clever. You will get your time, but please wait for your opportunity okay. to speak. Okay, now you can speak. Nice. Sounds like a Fed to me. Has confidential sources. I'm going to have to follow up. You were running for a federal office. Yeah, but I ain't sneaking around like he is. Okay. Candidate Cluffer, you're going to have to speak clearly. Shut Uh, up. You're you're mumbling. uh, And my co-host, Zach, you're doing a great job. It's coming in pretty hot. Just... Those, I, I know I'm super excited. I'm so I'm so happy to have you here helping me with this moderation. Um, I do have a quick question from the viewers, from the American viewers live. So we have a live feed here. People watching at home, feel free to ask your questions. Uh, someone coming in here. Did we cover unidentified aerial phenomena? So I'm just going to leave that as an open forum, maybe elaborate how you would handle that, what you would do, how you would uh, adjust in that situation. Let's first, what are your candidates' take on unidentified flying objects? Do you you think they're aliens? We'll start with you, Mr. Smith. Yeah, just a uh, suggestion for the moderators. If you could end whatever question you have... Since we're not allowed to talk without, you know, giving permission, please let us know who you want to address the question. Thank you. 
I believe we've been um, doing that every single question, so I'm going to no, have 86. There have been, been awkward, mm, awkward, awkward pauses. Yes, You're getting yes, a little combative. Yes. Fact Who's check. <laughs> I think. Uh, and we have. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Sorry, go ahead. I think that unidentified flying objects are exactly that. They're unidentified, and they are objects that are flying. I think they could be aliens. They could be other countries with advanced military, but uh, I think the root of the question somewhere in there was pretty long-winded, but uh, I think that if I were to become aware of aliens' existence, I would let the people know. Um, I think it was Arthur Clarke who said it best. He said, either we are alone in the universe or we are with someone else, and either way that is terrifying, and I think we need to be honest with uh, the people of the world. This isn't sturdy. Okay, Mr. Klepfer. You need to wait for your time to talk. I was just pointing something out. Would you like to respond? Yes. Okay. Aliens are real. I will be the first person to perform interspecies breeding with them and creating a superhuman. That's going to happen if I'm president. It's been confirmed that aliens are real. Do you view that as a privilege or a duty? Is that something you were taking for the team, or is this something you're taking advantage of the office to do for your own desire? It's business and pleasure, for sure. I got nothing okay. wrong all with I have that. To say about, that's, that's all I have to say about it. Fantastic. I've, um, seen, I've seen Star Trek. Them green women are hot. Okay, thank you, Mr. Clark. <laughs> thank you, Mr. <laughs> Be noted at home for everyone at home that the audience is dead silent and lots of jaws are dropped. Yeah, that's okay the though. Hot green alien women. Yep. But I exactly just briefly uh, to the audience at home to America, we do not kink shame here on the Fantasy Date Night Network news. Wow. There's no kink shaming. Candidate Cluffer, if you could please. There's no kink shaming. Um, we are accepting of all types of different kinks, cultures, no. likes, dislikes. Well, hold up. I, I have to stop you there. Uh, I, I don't speak, Mr. I don't, Smith. Yeah. I don't think that uh, my fellow candidate here was kink shaming. Um, no, no, no. You were. No, no, you were. No. Hmm. I don't believe there was any kink shaming happening on this stage. Uh, and there will not be any kink shaming happening in a Smith administration. I promise you that. I love that. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, moderator Johnson, did you have another question? I have one teed up here. Ah, you can take it away. I'll take the next one. Uh, another, another hypothetical here. Uh, we'll go with candidate Smith first. Um, the insane clown posse the ICP claims that they support you. They have been known to make controversial music and content. Uh, what is your response to the ICP? Woot woot. Yeah, I want to I want to give a shout out to my ICP family. I'm looking forward to seeing you at uh, Clown Fest, I believe is what it's called. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, in, in the office, it's... Uh, Can I it's, step in here? No, no. Oh, yes. uh, Sir, Clipper, if you have the facts, we'd like to see you exp- ex- show the nation what you know. First off, I'd like to say, woo woo. Yeah, and it's the <laughs> gathering. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, yes, it, I'm hearing that is that is correct. So yes, Clever, uh, I'm gonna need to fire one of my campaign aides to help me prep. Uh, I, I knew the ICP question was going to come up tonight. Um, yeah, so woo uh, woo <laughs> out there for my my fellow posse. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you at the gather, the magic, the gathering. <laughs> All my ICP heads know what that means. 
Uh, but yeah, I think any community can, you know, America's made of communities. And one of those communities is the Insane Clown Posse. And, you know, something that we're missing today in America is that sense of community, you know, working from home, being isolated from everybody. That's one of the biggest problems that we have. So, you know, all the, the magic that happens at the gathering, the magic, the gathering, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to get out there and <laughs> getting, and getting uh, insane with my fellow posses of clown. Candidate Clufford, do you care to elaborate? Mm-hmm. I know you said woot woot. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to the ice? I believe team? you're also doing uh, this motion. Yeah, I believe uh, that's Hatchet Mike. Is that correct? Correct. That means kind yeah. Of I was I did that too. You missed it. Um, yeah, Hatchet Mike the Hatchet. I love that guy. Okay. All I'm gonna, all I would like to say is the family is gonna see right through that. And we'll then, have to let the voters decide. So, uh, mm-hmm. next question. We'll just go ahead and move on. In your astute opinion, as a president, you're going to have to decide between various complex issues, right? You're a decider. In At the end of the day, you're the one making the decision. Yeah. Can you tell me what the difference is between a pigeon and a dove? Mr. Clefer, we'll start with you. A pigeon and a what? A dove. A dove? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um. Pigeons are gray and black and purple and, like, a little bit of green. And doves are always white. I got a fact checker. Uh, That is actually incorrect. Okay, so don't explain it and let my opponent answer. Oh, you're just going to cede your time. Okay, Mr. Smith. Yeah, everything that my candidate said was wrong. Are you done? Next question. (laughs) Okay, next question. Doves are the bird of love. Pigeons are the rats of the sky. Fact check. Mm-hmm. I get. I have a fact. I have an independent fact check. Yep, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, seagulls are the rats of the sky. Um, okay. Next question. We're gonna go with uh, candidate Klepfer first. Um, somebody offers you a bribe of ten million dollars. What do you do, and what do you say to this person that you do what's not my, know? What's What's the bribe for? I can't like hear it's you. like what's the what's a bribe for like if I'm at a little league game and it's like Canada I'm gonna Clever, I'm going call. to offer you 10 million dollars he slides a piece of paper across the table from you <laughs> to do what yeah no and and okay so I call ball in a little league game and I get 10 million dollars absolutely no, he's what would just, you do with that $10 million? Oh, what would I do with it? First question, would you accept the $10 million? No other context has been given to you. In a Little League game? Uh, no. yeah, I believe the other moderator, my other moderator, he said no other context. So you're inserting $10 million? information. Hell yeah. And then I get them arrested for trying to bribe the president. But I still get the $10 million because the FBI takes it and then I get it. Uh... Yeah. Mr. Smith, would you like to comment? Um, yeah. I mean, I think one of my large... This kind of... You know, it's an odd question to get, especially in a live uh, stream of this. But I, personally, no, I would not accept it. Uh, one of my larger campaign platforms is to remove the influence of money from our government. Um, and there's, there's a couple different points for that. One, we're going we're gonna to immediately get rid of Citizens United. Companies and corporations should not have the same rights as 
humans and citizens do. So that's for sure what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to make it so any sitting government official is not going to be able to make individual stock trades. They will have to divest their funds. Or they'll be able to invest hey, in one of the broader ETFs. Out. Hold on, um, Mr. Clefer, sir. Let him speak. Uh, so that's, you know, number two. Um, yeah, and number three, you know, getting rid of the super PACs. Uh, this is kind of related to Citizens United, but no company should be able to donate more money than any individual. I think the limit uh, for this coming up election is $5,600. So, yeah, I would not accept the bribe. <coughs> Thank you for uh, answering the question to the best of your ability, whether there's context or not, whether I mentioned a t-ball game, a Little League game, I'm not sure that came from. I just appreciate I appreciate your ability to answer the question that was a curveball. Yeah. So what was the bribe? Yes. Uh, moderator Johnson, did you have a, a, a question I, yes. teed up? Yes. So... As I believe you said, Mr. Smith, earlier, that uh, it's all about honesty. You want to be honest with the public, and, and the, the office is, a, is an office of honesty. Given that we're trying to all be honest here and that we all have preconceived biases, who are you most racist towards, and how would you work towards overcoming those biases to be inclusive in your administration? Mr. Smith, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as a cis white male, uh, I have lived a pretty privileged life, especially in this country of ours. Um, and when it comes to combating, I'm going to take your question. I'm going to twist it a little bit because I didn't like how it was worded and assumed that I was racist towards someone. And I'm going to completely flat deny that. Allegation. Are you saying you combat the idea that we all have preconceived biases? No, not at all. But I don't have a specific group that I'm more racist to than others. I'm equally racist amongst all other groups, including my own. So one of my question, is that racism at all? But, uh, you know, as a cis white male, there's a lot of issues that I might not fully grasp or understand. Um, and in the Smith administration, to help combat that systemic racism that has existed in our country since its birth and before... Uh, I will elect or I will appoint the brightest and smartest people of all um, races, colors, creeds, sexual identification to uh, create a study to learn about how we can address each individual one. Because I may not have experienced it, but I can empathize and I want to make sure that the people that, that have ideas on how to fix it that we can listen to them and we can incorporate their ideas in a Smith administration. Okay, Mr. Kleffer, same question. Uh, Pollocks. Okay, thank you for being direct. Because they're the only ones that you, they're the only ones that you can't be racist towards, and it's funny. They're dumb, like you know. I look forward to all the Pollock votes that Mr. <laughs> Kleffer just handed to me. Thank you. Yeah, if they can figure out how to vote. <laughs> well, speaking of voting. Uh, Mr. Smith, I, I, unless unless Mr. Kleffer would like to cede his time. No, I'm racist against Pollocks. Okay, I, I believe he is done. Sorry, Mr. Smith. Go ahead. <laughs> well, he kind of opened the door for me in terms of elections and election security. Yeah, the second half of the debate will be more of an open forum. Right now, we're just trying yeah, to get up. through the questions we have. Okay. Well, I look forward to a question <laughs> related to elections coming up soon. Uh, my fellow moderator, do you have one you'd like to ask? Um, I do. Candidate Klepfer, you have been quoted in the past, um, and I quote, Pussy's so good, you could eat a rib. 
End quote. Uh, how do you defend this statement? How do you adapt? How, how do you respond to this quote and statement? I'm standing by that statement 1,000%. If the pussy good, I'm going to be cannibal about it. This is one of those instances where I fully agree with my candidate here. <laughs> if, if, the, if the pussy's so good, you got to eat a rib. Great. Great. Um, love See, that. We, love we, that. You know, we have different ideas and opinions, but we're more... As a country, we're so divided right now, but I think that... So many of us, we're so much more alike than we are different. You know, we need to come together yeah, on those differences, you know. <laughs> okay, thank I you. Was, it's nice to see a... looking in camera at all. <laughs> it's nice to see a moment of unity between the candidates. That's It's always nice for the public to see that. And what just for the public, just know that I started it. He just was... He kind of received the unity, you know. But I, I was like the power bottom in this situation. Uh, I received it... I was, I was, I was more. You were more like power. a pillow princess Again, on the unity. Uh, the second half of the debate will be more open structure. Um, that so sucks. Again, uh, on the idea of bias and race, uh, can you please detail your views on critical race theory for me, Mr. Klepper? We'll start with you. I don't know what that means. Okay, uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah, I think um, you know one of the. You know, we're here with Fantasy Date Night News Network, FDNNN. Uh, one of the uh, competitors, Fox News, they really are building up this CRT issue and kind of making, they're blowing it far out of proportion than what it is. Um, I think in essence, we're just trying to teach our children an accurate, factual depiction of historical events so that we can learn about the experiences of, you know, BIPOC and other non-white experiences in our history. And I think that um, there's nothing wrong with critical race theory. And I think that we should, we should be able to teach children facts, right? I'm a big fan of the scientific theory and of learning from your mistakes. Like, I am running for president, but I'm going to say to everyone here and everyone at home, um, I may not have all the answers. I may not be right all the time. But I'm going to take new information that I get and if that new information makes me change my opinion on something, I will change it. We, we're here to learn. We're here to progress, right? So I think critical race theory is a good thing. And I think that you know people need to be taught about what actually happened in our history. Because if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. You would like a rebuttal. Uh, I just want to expand because I didn't know what it was initially. <laughs> Um, I think that we should stop teaching history and we just start fresh. Wipe the slate clean. We just treat everybody cool moving forward. Uh, I think it. Mr. Klepfer just farted on stage. No, but that, was, that was my shit. It was a fart. It smells confirmed. It was no, wait, I got it. Wasn't yeah. a fart. Yep. It wasn't yep. a fart. My people are telling me it wasn't was a, a fart. A greasy. I uh, did have a bean burrito for lunch, but it wasn't a fart. There appears to be dripping by the no. chair. Okay, okay. We'll need to calm it down. I'll, I'll okay. let you speak for a little bit, but when it's starting to get out of control, I'm going to have to ask you to I'm stop. I'm glad there's so. no smell of vision at home because I'm about to pass out. Uh, Shit's pants. Moderator Shane, would you like to proceed? Yeah, I, I just throwing another uh, hypothetical <laughs> at you guys. I think we're getting a lot of great feedback. Um, so if there was a... 
trial by combat situation for your vice president. Um, who would you choose to represent the Fantasy Date Night Network News and uh, the United States of America? Candidate Smith, you could uh, start with this question. Are you asking me who I would choose as my vice president? Because you also threw an FDNN News there as well. So um, can you can you clarify? Oh, yeah, I'm going to repeat either... the question. If we were in no, no, H... No, if you could reword it so that it actually makes sense, that would be great. Uh, I believe it does make sense the way I said it. I'm going to just repeat myself. <laughs> if there was a trial by combat situation where your VP... It's another Stalin tactic, you know, make it what? the question. <laughs> if the VP was going to be that. your... Uh, again. <laughs> um, cross chatter, please. If your VP was to be your chosen warrior, if you will, to go to combat for you, who would you choose and why? Well, I'm glad that I got the opportunity to say this first because I didn't want my candidate to steal. But uh, I'm going to have to say my, my buddy, my guy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, I think that he is a very strong man. Um, and, you know, I've seen a lot of his movies, and he does a lot of fighting, and he's a beefy boy. And I think that just intimidation alone, uh, there wouldn't even be much combat. So, ah. yeah. And he's also looking forward to a presidential run after my term, so this could help him out. So, wow. Dwayne, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Mr. Cluffer. Cluffer. Um, I'm going to choose... Uh, uh, you can't pick Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in time and choose the gladiator that has the net and the speed and the, like the trident. And he's going to throw a net over Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's going to get confused. He's going to get tangled in the net. And then he's going to get stabbed to death with a trident. I didn't know that nets were allowed. I would have said a different answer if I knew that. I also would ask to like to ask some qualifying questions. It sounds like you were asked you're trying to get Seaman as your VP and also that you're trying to fight another American constituent. So could you that's explain what, that's that? That's what you said. That was I, what I believe the question, the question was. was it'd be a trial by combat against other countries defending America. You're oh, not trying so to fight other Americans. We choose a champion. We choose a champion. Going back to it being a very poorly worded question. Uh yeah, I, again, choosing- we don't we don't need combative candidates up here. I mean, this is the forum. I would like you guys to try and participate. I'm I pretty sure I said on. to represent the United States. The United States. No, you said FDNN News. Okay. And the United States. I said both. Watch the watch the replay. I said both. Uh, candidate Clefford, you chose a person with a net and a trident, yes? Uh, well, if we're going to fight other nations and I'm choosing a grizzly bear a big hmm. grizzly bear okay okay I, li- I like those answers they're creative I stay, I stay listening comprehension mm, not so good but we'll see how that plays out in the other debates mm. um, given the nature of cordiality between the two candidates here I would like to ask you what views do you respect most about your other candidates we'll start with you Mr. Klepfer I don't agree with a lot of his views, especially like the anti-corruption, anti-police, anti-giving me money kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) I do respect his views on anti-kink shaming. I don't think that that should be a part of American society. That's that's the only one that I really agree with. What was the other one that we like agreed with? Sharing vapes. Sharing vapes is a good good one yeah that's it 
Okay, thank you, Mr. Klepper. Mr. Smith. Um, I really appreciate his taste when it comes to picking just beautifully big, large, shiny gold watches. Uh, I, I probably would have had it sized before, you know, such an important event as tonight. Um, but, damn, I wish I had a shiny gold watch like that. It's beautiful. Like most Americans... I'm wearing a fake. I'm wearing fake jewelry. I'm wearing costume jewelry. Mm. I can't afford the real thing. Not until I get in office. I mean, that's why I can't even afford a fake one. You know. I mean, they're twelve dollars. That's twelve dollars that I have to use to eat food. That's a nice. Are you, that's a nice sandwich. Are you going to vote for a president that can't afford twelve dollars? Couldn't hear you. We'll let yes. the voters decide that. So okay. Moving on, uh, another question from our dear moderator Shane. You missed the bracelet too. The bracelet, I'm, I don't think. I think it's tacky and dumb. But the watch has, you know, you can tell time with it. I can't you tell time? No. 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 Okay. Well, it looks good. Makes you look smart. That's what it's for. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, candidate Smith. Um, Kim Jong Un has become irritable and upset and angry. And his hostility towards the United States of America depends on the, uh, the experience he has in the United States uh, when he comes to visit. Uh, how do you respond to that? And what are you taking Mr. Jong-un uh, to do when he reaches American soil? Yeah, I mean, I think Kim Jong-un being angry and aggravated isn't anything new. So I would mm. kind of just... Stay the status quo. Uh, don't negotiate with, you know, oligarchs like that, especially you know the, uh, you know, starved their people for so long and persecuted them. So I would probably wouldn't invite him to the U.S. Uh, I think just continue what we're doing. Make sure that Japan is safe. Uh, mm. South Korea, you know. So yeah, just whatever. Kim Jong Un, don't really care about you, bud. Thank you, Mr. Smith, Mr. Klepper. Um, I'm going to take him to Denny's. I'm going to get him a Moons over Miami. And I'm going to tell him, hey, you can take Japan. You can take South Korea. I got a guy in Japan who's easily swayed. You, you, have, an, you have a guy on the inside. Um, and he's going to say, yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, this is a great breakfast ham sandwich. Mm. And the old, old Denny um, trick, love that. Yeah, he's gonna leave. He's gonna leave the United States alone because he realizes the value of a delicious ham sandwich, ham and egg sandwich. I mean, even I know that Kim Jong Un doesn't eat ham, so that's not gonna go over well. <laughs> he does. No, he doesn't. He does. Uh, we'll save this for the debate, and I think with that we this should do the debate. This will move the set. This is we're moving into the second half of the debates uh, right now, okay. uh, where we'll allow much more open conversation rather than than directed questions. Shane, would you like to start more of an open ended? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I can. I can start if you would like. Uh, yeah. Why don't you take this the first one here? Okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna pose you a hypothetical, okay? And I, I want to see how you answer. I want to see how you guys debate this idea. It's Friday night. Where's the party at, Mr. Smith? We'll start with you. Like every Friday night, uh, the party is in my pants, and you're all invited. 
he's not showing any prejudice. I would like to go to that party. We're friends. You know, prior to this, we're very close friends. Um, Friday night, where's the party at? Uh, Bergheim in uh, probably Munich. Or uh, maybe we go to Mykonos. Not an American place, huh? No, I mean, <laughs> if you want a party, day, night, three days straight, uh, Berlin, you know, we go to a techno rave in a warehouse. Um, it's it's 8 o'clock, and I've been doing 8 o'clock in the morning. I've been doing poppers for eight hours. I've been doing ecstasy for 14 hours, you know. Sounds like my opponent doesn't really know how to party. Well, you know, I'm going to, you know, it's the part of the debate where it's more open and conversational, so yeah. I'm going to just, you know, take this one. Um, I believe Miley Cyrus said it best. It's about the, uh, the party in the USA. Um, you know, my mm. candidate here is talking about, you know, spending all this money in mm. Europe and the EU, but, like, me, I'm an American. I like, to, I like to party at home. Nothing like a good, cold Budweiser... You know, setting off fireworks, getting the barbecue going. I I would like to interrupt you there. What are you drinking right now? Uh, I'm drinking a hard Coors. It's just straight Coors. I'm going to get a fact check on that. Is is that correct? Would you like to modify your statement before we go to the fact checkers? It's a ice cold Rocky Mountain American Coors beer. Interesting. Ooh, I'm given watching... the opportunity to correct his fact, no, it, it is not true. He is in fact not drinking a Coors. <laughs> Interesting. He given the opportunity to double down, he still lies. Interesting. Well, Interesting. before I'm prior watching... prior Excuse to me. the debate, prior to the debate, I filled up my opponent's uh, Mickey glass. I poured out the Irish. Alcoholic, whatever that is in there, and I filled it with a nice, it's cold, fine malt liquor, idiot. <laughs> Coors beer, straight from the Colorado Rockies. Ain't okay, like okay. It. Well, we'll get with our fact checkers. Apparently, they're not doing deep enough dives. Yeah. Thank you. Damn, I, I got away with that. No, one. that's a lie. I brought two Mickey's. <laughs> I gave one to Zach. Zach's been sipping on it. Four time for Woody. I, I would like to Coors. say, ah, never mind. I had one of Mr. Smith's. Uh, High noon. So, so both, those last both candidates provided me with refreshments, which was a very generous, generous move on both candidates' parts. I brought the high noons last time we did a podcast. Ooh, so correction. Candidate Klepper, the only one providing refreshments for the moderators. You know, I thought that my candidate, my uh, opposing competition here, would try to put something in the high noons, so I actually threw all of those away, and I bought a whole <laughs> new thing of high noons. Mm. So oh, they're fresh. That's very. <clears throat> thank you, thank you. You're looking yeah, out. Yeah, this is a safety course. issue. Of course, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, another a bit of an open ended. Uh, a Dude, you just deny. You just deny. <laughs> no, you know, no, no. It's so easy. Yeah. You just make um, it up as you go. A man is sprinting full speed at you as you are uh, at a rally or uh, you're speaking to the public. He's sprinting full speed at you. Uh, a crazed mm. man with fury in his eyes, bloodlust. Um, your Secret Service and security guards do not have enough time to assist you and to intercept. So it is one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, how do you respond to the situation? How do you adapt and what uh, precautions, I guess, you would take as he's approaching you full speed sprinting? 
Yeah, well, I would take one of two approaches. One, I would do a classic rug pull where I pretended that I didn't see him coming and I would, like, dodge. I would, like, you know, take a step back and he would, mm. you know, fall on his face. Or mm. I would take the uh, 1999 cinematic masterpiece, uh, The Matrix, and I would fold back my body, laying back bullet time status mm. as he leaps over me, and then I would come back up and finish my speech. Um, so I would... Okay, so he's running at me, full speed. Boom, 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 boom. Doosh, 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 A secret service is trying to jump in the way. I say, fucking let him at me. He's running straight at me. Judo hip throw. Get him on his back. Boom. Click, click my heel on the ground. It exposes the blade like uh, in wild, wild Roadhouse. Blast. Like in Roadhouse. <laughs> Boom! Kicked to the neck, dead. Whoa. Okay. It's a great. It's a great. Answer. Who's gonna protect America? That's not bad. Those are both pretty good <laughs> answers. Yeah. I think one of the most pressing concerns, especially for you both representing FDN and NN, uh, should you lose this primary election, for who is representing this fine news network? Uh, will you graciously admit defeat? Start with you, Mr. Smith. Um, you know, I would probably slunk out. I'd go Al Gore status, and I would go move to like a very rural part of the country in a cabin mm. with like no internet and grow a big old beard and just kind of wait for it all to blow over. Mm. You're saying you'd be concerned about where the country is headed should you lose? No, so I would just kind of. I would take that time to kind of self reflect. Um, you know, think about if I could run, you know, four years later or if there was like a local congressional seat I could do. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, I'm not gonna make any promises now because I don't know the circumstances of which I would lose. But uh, I would I would definitely take some time for self-reflection before making a decision like that. So you refuse to agree to admi- like admitting defeat gracefully? No, that wasn't the question. The question I was if, if I would, would endorse the other person. It wasn't <laughs> if I would accept it. I would accept it. But I cannot make the decision now whether or not I would endorse. Okay, that wasn't the question. But thank you. you did I believe my I question. believe you used the word endorse there. Let's run it back. Wait, fact check. Yep, endorse was no. the word used. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Clefford, same question. Then. Uh, I'm taking a page out of good old number 45's book, suing people, starting a ruckus. Getting uh, maybe a private militia going to maybe a small and just you know deleting text messages, uh, directing people to execute uh, my possible VP mate. The classic. The classic. Run stuff it back. That, st- honestly, stuff I could get away with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. Candidate candidate Clefford, um, space travel. That's all I'm going to say. Until they can freeze me and send me millions of light years away in space, I'm not doing it. Hmm. I want to wake up different times your time... 
zone. Zero <laughs> <laughs> zone. Uh, hundreds of thousands of miles away, hundreds of years later, with my orange or green alien DBW. Hmm. <laughs> Again, Mr. Smith, this is just open time. You don't need to wait for your time to speak. Yeah, I mean, space travel, that's one of the things that I think has been critically underfunded since the space race in the 60s and 70s. Uh, mm. One of the one of my biggest campaign platforms that I haven't been able to talk about is uh, one of the first things I would do in office was I would, I would immediately reduce military spending by half. And one of the things that I would fund is uh, space travel. Right now, our military funding, we spend about $800 billion a year. The second country that spends the most amount of money is China. They spend about $250 million a year. We don't need to be spending all that no. money. We don't need to be spending all that money. You know, buying, making B-52 bombers that just sit on airfields for decades. Like, we don't, why are we doing that? We got to end the no-bid contracts. We got to use all that money. We got to do build a lot of, you know, social programs back here. And one of those is we need to increase funding to NASA and increase space funding. Mm. Yeah, but those bombers are sick. Yeah, but they're collecting dust out on the desert. We should be making B-53s, B-54s, B-55s. Like, why are we stopping at B-52s? Great man, don't get me wrong. But, like, we need to be using technology again. I'm the technology candidate. We need to be using these scientific learnings and making the next big best things and not just making the same old, same old. You know what I mean? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what I always say. And it sounds like you want to waste money on more war stuff. No, that's the exact to. opposite of what I said. We need to be stopping. B-52s, B-53s, B-54s. I want to be making the B-1099s, baby. Let's just go all the way. Space travel, boom. There you go. Oh, I thought you were talking about an independent contractor. Well, they were would be independent contractor bombers. 1099. Yeah, exactly. We get there. 1099. See, 1099 is a good buzz number. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. People are like, whoa, 1099. Okay. You know? uh, okay. Yeah. Speaking I, of 1099s, we definitely need to beef up our IRS. I think that uh, under a Smith administration, we would take, we would have mandatory IRS audits for individuals making over. $10 million a year, and we would have mandatory IRS audit audits for companies and businesses making over $50 million a year. These people need to pay their taxes. I pay my taxes. This is I don't subject. know about Clever saying, upside. hey, uh, this, is, this is conversation. We're talking about conversation. We were talking about 1099s. All right, Mr. Clever, this is the open debate section. It's I'm allowed. completely lost. Yeah, see, do you want a lost candidate or do you want a found candidate? You know, Ooh. do you want a lost in space candidate or do you want a found on earth candidate? I kinda, Am I right? I Am I right, wanna, ladies? Can I, I kind of want to be like the lost in space who have like a robot. I want to know where I'm going in space, okay? I don't want to be lost in it. Sounds like somebody's not adventurous. Okay, I think we've been on that topic for enough time. Mm. Uh, I'm going to pose another hypothetical to both of you, and I would like you to discuss uh, while sharing your views. Your best friend. Yes, I mean, it's hard, you know, when you're a president, you're going to be faced with a lot of situations that you're not necessarily aware of. We're trying to show the American people how you would respond. Pop quiz, keep them coming. Exactly, you got to be on your toes. So, your best friend moves to Japan. Who do you replace them with? We'll start with you, Mr. Smith. Uh, irreplaceable. I don't know. Something speaks to me about that answer. 
irreplaceable. Assume <coughs> this is what I would do. I'm too old to make new friends, so mm. I just assume he's dead. Mm. Yep. You know, just worst case scenario, <laughs> he's gone, he's dead. If he comes back, awesome. It's like you know, a second sock yeah. in the laundry. Like mm. it's gone. But if they come back, great. I got a new pair of socks. You know, but like I'm not trying to buy new socks <laughs> in this economy. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Um, along those lines, I would form a strong. I would forget about them. I don't care anymore. He's betrayed us. He, I, he's betrayed his friends, the rest of his family. It's not a big deal. Like whatever. He made his own decisions. They're poor decisions. I don't support him. That being said. I strengthen the bond between maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's just two other friends that you have, but those friendships become so much stronger than the one that you had previously. Because mm. you can all you can all bond over hating somebody. Yeah, it's you know. Universal. Yeah, mm. I agree. Love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, love that, love that. Um, what are your thoughts, candidate Smith, on developing artificial intelligence? Is it important? Uh, is it something that you would choose to fund? Uh, where do you think we are standing currently with artificial intelligence? Are you a fan? Did you get a haircut today? No, I did not. It but looks great. You. I gelled it down a little bit. I tried to go for the more presidential. You look great. Mm. Uh, when, it comes, when it comes to artificial intelligence, yeah, I'm a big fan. I think we should, uh, you know, we need to take a cautious approach, obviously. But I think that there's a lot of uh, problems that we could solve with artificial intelligence. And I also think that we need to be able to um, accept artificial intelligence as a form of human intelligence mm. you know they are an extension of ourselves they should have the same rights mm. and they should pay taxes <laughs> so that you know, what yeah exactly okay uh, thank you. Just uh, real quick, that, sorry, uh, Cannon Cleffer, we do have some feedback from our viewers at home. I appreciate the synchronized vaping across political aisles. Very mature. So uh, just dangerous. we are breaking barriers. We're tearing down walls. We are reforming the previous debate uh, structure. Cannon hmm. Cleffer wins that one. We're bringing the world together. Sorry, Cannon Cleffer, artificial intelligence. Um, I support artificial intelligence as long as the chess computers keep breaking children's fingers. And that's all I'm going to say about it. They okay. can do whatever they want if they keep breaking children's and fingers. And apparently it was the child's fault. So. Exactly. And that was a human error, for sure. <clears throat> but they need to learn their lesson. You shouldn't be learning chess so early. It's the an children. adult's. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, an adult's it game. It should not be played by children. Yeah. An extension an extension that. of the yep. artificial intelligence. Learner's permit, whatnot, all that. Uh, would you feel <laughs> confident in a... And again, because this is the open debate section, I would just like to pose another question for you guys to discuss so you can get more insight into your views. So the question is this. Oh. Uh, babies? Mr. Smith, you can start. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they're chill. I get. I don't want. I don't know. 
I'm sorry, did you say babies or rabies? Like, might not be my thing, but like, they're, you know, I was one at one time. Yeah, babies are cool. Yeah, why not? Oh, you know what's really funny when you give them a lemon? Yeah, yeah, and they don't, they haven't like tasted anything like that before. That's great. That's so good. I apologize. I I somehow muted myself. Did we say babies or rabies? Uh, Babies. (laughs) Babies. Thank you. One and the same. They're the same. Babies um, with rabies, though, not that's, chill. That's Put a concern. Down. Put that's down. That's a concern. Yeah. Uh, and again, I admitted myself. I thought I was just being overrun. Uh, my apologies. Back to the AI. Just a quick quick uh, build question, building off of that. In a Skynet or iRobot situation, are you confident you could, you could pull the United States through such a uh, catastrophic event? Oh, yeah, of course. Pull the plug. Boom. Just pull the plug. Yep, blow on it, plug it back in, mm. you're good. I haven't seen either one of those films. If you could explain the plot of both of those films to me, I'd Sure, so I Skynet really is from Terminator, so I can speak on it and um, basically what happens is the computers take over. We've uh-huh. gone too far, too deep into the artificial intelligence in the computers take over. iRobot, similar, uh, it's more mm-hmm. of an AI in a robotic cyborg, if you will, body starring uh, Will mm-hmm. Smith. Um, okay. Where the robots be- get a little too smart and they, and they almost take over the world. Would you feel confident in both of those settings? Okay, wait, so Skynet takes over and then what happens? What do the humans do? The humans have to fight the robots. Well, I, I think we're asking you what you would do. You're the human in this situation. Yeah, no, but I, 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 need the, I need the full context of these two films. What do the humans do as a reaction to Skynet taking they over? They fight them. There's a war to save the human race. Okay, now is there some sort of time travel aspect, or is there not? There a time is time travel, travel scenarios in okay. the Skynet issue, but not important to the question. I'm still not understanding. I I need more. I need more information. So it looks on like Canet Clever is not. Uh, is there a, is there like a hunky Austrian uh, Austrian man involved? Is there? You are you the Austrian sort of man. America, do you want someone who's going to be constant when a moment of crisis? They're going to be like, oh, what was the plot? What I need more that? info. Yeah, I, I need, need more info. information no, no. to make a decision. You need someone that is there with their hand on the plug, pulling the plug, blowing on it, putting the plug back in, yes. resetting it, and yes. and then pressing the button and blowing up the earth. No, 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 no. That's I did not say that. Pull the plug, blow on it, plug it back in. You're good. Candidate Kleffer is too worried about naked Austrian men trying to save the Earth versus what the steps he would take to save the Earth. So exactly. noted. Does he get uh, biker clothes that. or not? <laughs> in one of them, he does. Yeah. Uh, moderator I Johnson. Don't. I don't understand. Given the current economic situation with rising inflation and problems with the supply chain obviously contributing to the rising inflation how would you combat the current issues with the economy start with you mr clubfer start with me uh (laughs) (laughs) make more money just start printing more money okay uh well i'm gonna have to reframe the question can you please give me a definition of inflation (laughs) there's too much money Things cost too much. So you would make more money. I would make more money. So people <laughs> so people can pay for things. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I'm going to take over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you a solid. I'm going to do you a favor here. I'm going to hijack this one because you're totally lost in your element. Um, yeah, so when it comes to, uh, you know, inflation and interest rates and whatnot, you know, what we're the problem that we're having now is the Fed, the Federal Reserve <clears> – <throat> Is uh, they kind of handle the money? They print the money. If hey, it sounds like they were the problem in the first place. <laughs> well, in a way, they kind of were. So you know, we went through you know ever since the economic and recession. And you want to give them the power back again? No. So what I'm saying is, uh, in previous administrations, they kind of let the interest rates go too low for too long. They kind of overstimulated the economy, and then when we hit COVID, there's a lot of money printing happening. Mm. So. You know, there's two things that I would do. One is I would raise the interest rates, kind of like what is happening now. I would probably sounds take, like people aren't going to get homes if you raise those interest rates. I would take a more aggressive approach when it comes to raising interest, the interest rates. And one thing that I think isn't really talked about: this isn't just an American issue. This is a world issue. It should be an all American the other issue. All only. everyone around the world is suffering from high inflation right now because we've been printing off too much money, which is what my candidate is suggesting that we continue to do. What we need to do well, now that is, I get it, I won't. While the average American is hurting at home, trying to figure out how to pay the rent, how to pay for medical issues, how to pay for food, get another In, job. This 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 round of inflation has been caused by corporate America using it as an excuse to raise prices for things. So what we need to do is we need lower the prices. Yes. <laughs> but to do that, we need to raise the taxes that they're that they need to pay. Mm. Not if I own a company, though. Well, they would if you did own a company. But if, I would what if be it's very, a small if, business? If it's making less than ten million dollars a year, you wouldn't have any change in your tax code at all. But if you're making more than that, you would raise nine, your tax That's very smart of you. you right there, you know. <laughs> okay, Mr. Smith, I, I have a, a follow up question money. to your point. I mean, I wasn't done, but if you want to follow, but, up. just stop you right there. I'm sorry. Okay, but, thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you're, you're saying you would you would tax corporations higher, how do you keep the, the corporations from passing on those uh, expenses to their consumer? And part of the inflation would be caused by supply chain issues. How would you go about solving those so that these corporations can continue to produce their goods? Yeah, before it was so rudely interrupted that's, by no, moderators at Johnson, see, I was that's about why to address I didn't that. answer the question. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, part of my answer that was the second part of my answer. That I was kind of interrupted on. Uh, what I would do is I would create incentives for these businesses to lower the costs of those products mm. because they're not just going to do that by themselves. We live in a very capitalistic environment, yeah. you know. So you, you create get, incentives you, for them that if they lower the prices by a certain amount, you they get, would be able to invest. Get grizzly bears, start a fight ring. No, I don't think I don't see how grizzly bears and fight rings are related really to this economic question. Could be cool. America, do you want a candidate that it shrugs cool. their shoulders at, and say at could, problems? Could be cool. <laughs> and says could be cool. Or do you want someone that's going to try to solve these problems? We'll have to let the voters decide that. Mm. And again, going back to, you know, it's not about ego. It's about hiring the best, brightest, smartest people. Like, I'm not an, an economist. I'm not. <laughs> I have a very broad idea of how it works. Mm. But I would hire these the, the brightest the smartest and brightest. Look at how much shorter my candidate is. <laughs> just look. Just visually look at how short, much shorter he is than I am. Oh, I'm taller now. Um, no. So, yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how I would solve that, that problem. Uh, Mr. Smith, you're no longer in frame entirely. So. I'm too tall. Okay, I gotta shrink a little bit. I'm too naturally tall. Wow, I'll slump more. Okay. But yeah, that's how I would fix everything.
Perfect. Uh, Thank you. Good responses from sounds both Sounds like sides. he's putting the problem on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> we are actually coming up uh, at our hour mark here for the first debate. Um, so just a, maybe just a couple questions left. Viewers at home, feel free to ask some questions. We can wrap them up. Bit of a rapid fire. Um, but uh, moderator uh, Johnson, did you have any final questions? I would like to. I would like to take the last question, if possible. Okay. So, um, I have two yeah. questions in the bank here. Yeah, Number yeah. one, recently the Choco Taco has been discontinued. What are your initial thoughts on the situation, and how would you react? Once. Ooh, and can I add on? Also, the Mexican pizza, please. Hmm. Both I items. Think what we, what sorry. we saw with the uh, eradication of the Chaco Taco and the Mexican pizza is an absolute travesty. Mm. I remember when I was a, a, about this tall, Fourth of July. Nothing more American than eating a Chaco Taco. <laughs> and uh, you know the taco invented in Southwest United States. Uh. Uh, <laughs> You know, we need to celebrate our heritage with the Choco Taco and the Mexican pizza. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it's travesty. I honestly, mm. what I truly believe, moderator Shane Luth in Japan, not in America, um, Thank you. <laughs> is that this is a publicity stunt. I think that they are, they've decided they that they're not back. going to have the Choco Taco. We're all up in arms about it. We're ready to storm the Capitol uh-huh. again, uh, you know, this time for a worthy cause. And yeah. they're going to be like, you know what, guys? We were pulling a goof. We wanted everybody talking yeah, about we'll it. Yeah, we'll get them. We'll get we're them back. it back. Yeah, it's gonna cost spicy money. Whatever, we'll pay for it, and it'll be fine. <clears throat> it's gonna be like a McRib situation. Like they will not. You will under a Smith administration. I can promise you right now, the Choco Taco would be government subsidized. We would pay for it by reducing the military by fifty percent. Choco tacos for every man, woman, and child in this country. Wow. Wait, hold for applause. So, <laughs> the exiting of the Choco Taco and Mexican pizza is a stunt by this current administration to discourage maybe Mexican Americans, any immigrants crossing the border. It's not okay. That's not good. They deserve Choco Tacos. They deserve Mexican pizzas. I agree with my opponent. Everybody deserves those basic human rights. And that's all my I have to say about choice. Yep. Choco Taco in me. I need it. I had when one was the last the time debate. you had one? I actually had one right before the debate. You, uh, yeah. you did. I, well, I bought when I I found out, you know, uh-huh. I, I do have, it's a national security issue, but I was aware that they were ending the Choco Taco. Oh, I bought a up. bunch of them. Mm. You know, I gave a lot of them away because yeah. that's who I am, you know, power to the people. But I kept some for myself. That sounds like some insider trading, folks. No, no. It yep. was, sounds it's like not Pelosi. trading. Sounds it's, like Nancy it's Pelosi. Not, it's not trading if I give them away. It's not trading if I give them away. It's insider charity. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not benefiting from this. The people are. The people you, will benefit. Did you eat one? Did I eat one? Yes, I did. You're benefiting from it. Nope. It's How part of my diet. That? It's not. It's not something that? I enjoy. How can you say that's part it's of not something my I enjoy. Diet? It's like a part of my diet. Mm. You need to balance your insulin. I am not a diabetic. I don't need insulin. But under a Smith administration, those insulin costs, way down. Thank you. Uh, Moderator Johnson, do you have a question to wrap this debate up? 
Uh, for, I think, our closing first debate, I would just like to pose to you what is your platform or what points would you like to make that you were not able to make tonight? We'll start with you, Mr. Klepfer. We're banging aliens. We're... You made that point already. Yes, I'm, this I'm, is an opportunity to, yeah, no, to go I'm into something you haven't talked that. about. Oh, that, we're, that I haven't talked about. Correct. I mean, I've talked about everything I really want to talk about, you know? Like, yeah, I was also asking for your platform. So far, we have banging aliens. Oh, yeah, bang. well, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was, about, <laughs> no, that was, I was about to wrap it up, and then you're like, anything you haven't talked about. Okay, banging aliens, uh, ICP, the police force is going to become my mafia. I'm taking money from all the corporations. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Vapes are chill. We shouldn't outlaw vapes. I have a bunch of things on my platform that I'm just going to bullet point rifle off, okay? And I do want to note that... So you're, so you're copying what I just did? No, no. You you just restated things that we've already talked about. The question was, do you have anything that you didn't talk about that you want to talk about? But you had your turn. You lose. It's okay. I also want to say wow. that for the record that a light is being shown on my crotch right now. And I don't think that that is a mistake. That is a higher being being mm. like, yo, that crotch, right? You have a right. stain on your tie. This was my grandpappy's tie that he fought. Every Smith... There's a stain on it, though. That's a blood stain from the Gettysburg battle. He was fighting for the Confederacy? <laughs> no, he was fighting for the Union. It looks like some stars side. and bars, brother. Stars no, and bars. Is, these are, this is red, white, and blue, everybody. Look at that. I don't know. It looks pretty racist to me. But these are these are a bunch <laughs> of things that I was not able to talk about tonight. One. Oh, my candidate is leaving. I gotta pee. Oh, see, do you want a candidate wow. that can hold his bladder? That's an interesting move. Okay. okay we'll continue until... I, I'm going to go on for a long time. And it's, the floor is yours now, we'll currently. See, we'll see how, how big that bladder is. Uh, election day, national holiday. Everybody registered to vote the day they turn 18. We're going to incorporate blockchain technology into our voting system. There's been a lot of you know talk about elections not being fair or not. We're going to use that technology. We're going to use that technology, everybody. Uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to... Uh, expunge all nonviolent drug possession charges. We're going to get them out of jail. We're going to restore their voting rights. They're going to be able to vote. Uh, universal health care. We're the only country in the world, first that's uh, a first developed country that doesn't have universal health care. That's going to happen. Universal child care. We're going to have free school lunches. Um, we're going to have, it's not going to be term limits in Congress, but we're going to have an age limit. People that have one foot in the grave today are not going to be making decisions about tomorrow. Um, what else? We got, oh, that was a quick pee. Small bladder, huh? You want someone with a small bladder? You want someone with a large bladder? No, nope. large bladder. No, powerful prostate. Just pissed out 40 ounces of beer. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, what else do I want to do? I want to, I want to tax mega churches. They need to be taxed. We can't have pastors flying out in their, yep. you know, their private jets anymore, not paying taxes. They got to be taxed. Um, what else? Right to clean water. We need to have people should be able to drink water out of their faucet without it being an issue. Yeah, with fluoride in it, right? Mm, that's debatable. Um, awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you want to check out any of my other campaign platform, go to uh, www 
Woody Smith for president.com. <laughs> the four is the number four. It's like one of the cool like TikToker youth generation mm. things that use numbers instead of words. But check it out. Subscribe. Um, yeah, you can check out everything else on my platform. But uh, as we're closing, I want to thank the moderators. I want to thank Gondar University. I want to thank my candidate here for being <coughs> brave enough. He declined a, a couple other previous debates, but I'm glad that he, he made it here. Um, he is shorter than I am. Uh, by a little bit. By quite a bit. By a but, little bit. Uh, yeah, I had a great night. It's fun to talk about these ideas. That was a vape. My can he's now anti-vape, so just make sure everybody sees that. Nope. Somebody has theirs and somebody doesn't. But my presidency would all be oh, about wait, check this out. Giving people more rights, not taking them away. Got it. That's that's what I have to say. Any other closing statements, Mr. Puffer? <laughs> no. I'm pretty chill. Pretty chill about everything. Including the right. presidency. I would be the chillest president. I would disagree. I would be I more was, chill than no, Mr. Comfort uh, as president. No, I said okay. it first. He's copying. Yep, yep. I think we're good. Thank you. That was good. Yes. Uh, moderator Shane, would you like to count us out, essentially? You know, I think we said it all. Uh, I believe the American people are extremely pleased with the way this went. Uh, both candidates showing their strong suits and both showing a little bit we're of both uh, vulnerability. Um, we, we're both wearing suits. Strong we're suits. Both, we're both, Very strong suits. I mean, we, we all look incredibly amazing. Um, I'm super excited to see where this goes and how both candidates use this as a platform to really take off. Um, a couple just uh, comments from the chat uh, talking about candidate Smith's sunbathed crotch. Um, the chill levels and the bladder sizes are directly correlated, so that's great to know. Um, and what? I just I, I want to thank everybody involved, and we will be back. Um, please check us out on Fantasy Date Night News Network on all platforms. Thank you. Yeah, but but who won? <laughs> We're gonna have to let the people decide. We're gonna have to let the people decide. Okay. All right. We're gonna let the people decide. Stay, stay cool out there, America. We love you. I hate America. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs>